Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Don Pierce, of course, retired special agent from the U.S. Department of Commerce, Bureau and Industry. Uh, Don, where you've been tracking the TikTok and the WeChat saga for us. Uh, where do we stand up today? I know there were some court cases being filed and, and different things going on. Uh, where are we at as of uh, Friday night where you are in uh, Washington, D.C.? We have a, a situation that uh, The Economist uh, is referring to as a Schrodinger's cat situation where <laughs> the deal looks like it's alive and dead at the same time, <laughs> depending on which angle you look at it from. China okay. gets what it wants. <laughs> Yeah, carry on. <laughs> China gets what it wants. Obviously, the United States will kill the deal. And if the United States gets what it wants, then China will kill the deal. So where this is going to land, I, I honestly can't tell you. Mm. If you'll just have to, you'll have to watch, uh, the uh, first of all, the injunction in uh, Washington, D.C., that uh, um, there was a filing today by the uh, U.S. Department of Justice it was a sealed filing citing uh, business proprietary information provided by the Commerce Department. And that's not unusual. We wouldn't want corporate secrets out there in public if we don't have to have them out there. So this basically punts it to a, to a uh, court case that will be heard on Sunday morning here. Again, a very unusual setup. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I can't recall ever hearing a uh, a civil case uh, on 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 a Sunday morning, but I I could be wrong. The well, I was going to say. Uh, and in uh, addition, also. I'm sorry. In addition, there's a a, a second uh, request for a uh, for an injunction in the uh, in in Pennsylvania by a user group that um, cites the potential economic and uh, and I guess spiritual losses that they will have, that they will endure because they won't be able to get their content to as many people. Uh, we'll see which way that goes. Um, but, uh, but right now, all eyes are on Sunday morning in the uh, District of Columbia's uh, federal court. Yes, we're talking with Don Pierce, the retired special agent from the U.S. Department of Commerce. And Don, you know, a court case in, in as you mentioned, in Washington is the first court case ever that has the interest of my 12-year-old daughter. Because like every other young person on the planet, she is absolutely obsessed with TikTok. So just to ground this a little bit for our listeners, back backtrack a little. Donald Trump has basically accused the video sharing service of being a threat to national security. He claims it's Chinese parent company ByteDance wants to give the Chinese government access to user data upon request. TikTok, in fairness, des- denies this accusation. Now, these are very serious claims uh, for the American president to make that are, are, are essentially, you know, a, a network, a social networking platform essentially for teenagers is a threat to national security. How seriously in Washington do they take these claims, Don? Well, it depends on which side of the fence you're sitting on, honestly. There are um, obviously any program um, that's on your phone that allows access to your microphone and your camera could be a security threat. Whether or not it actually is, well, that I think has to, you know, that hasn't been proven or at least hasn't been uh, shown in public as of yet. Is it theoretically possible? Of course. Is it happening? Uh, again, I don't know. Nothing seems to be amiss. Um, again, a very popular topic on, on, you know, for, for, for teenagers and, and adults as well. 
is putting your your videos out there and and sharing your life. Um, could an intelligence service use this to build a, a profile on a person? Absolutely. Does that mean we should take down anything that could be used to advance a uh, mm. uh, an intelligence service such as Facebook or LinkedIn? Exactly. I mean, we've seen LinkedIn used extensively by foreign uh, intelligence services to try to uh, find people to work for them, which yeah. is kind of what LinkedIn does, right? Yeah, Don, if we look at WeChat, it's a little bit different. Obviously, there's more sensitive uh, business going back and forth. There's a payments uh, uh, element to it. Uh, I just read uh, a couple of days ago, Chevron had asked all its global employees to delete WeChat uh, after the ban. But but WeChat had won an important uh, injunction against the Trump ban last week, did it not? In fact, it had at one point, it was doing better than TikTok was uh, based on the court rulings. That is correct. And uh, that case uh, being heard in, uh, in California is uh, uh, um, a filing was made by the uh, Justice Department as well. Um, and in that case, that filing was sealed, citing national security information. So maybe there is a little bit more to the WeChat than anyone is willing to say out loud right now. Hmm. However, again... Any program that could be used for communications, in this case, can be used for communications and banking in a, in a, in a, in a language, uh, specifically the Chinese language, um, it's probably the best application out there to communicate. Mm-hmm. Chinese speakers say that it has the best character set, that it, it understands the language better than other um, potential uh, communication suites that you might use. Um, so there... The and that one was successful because the 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 complainants cited the First Amendment mm. that this is in this is going to keep people from being able to express themselves to friends and family or conduct business or you know do whatever it is you do on WeChat on a regular basis if you're in the United States. Mm. Yes. Because again, the, the um, in both cases. The, the regulations would prevent downloading and updating. The downloading part, it obviously cuts it off at, the, at whatever number of users they have in the United States right now. It's the updating that makes it dangerous because mm-hmm. having a, an older app means you're going to have vulnerabilities that are not going to be patched. So mm-hmm. in, in, in one way, it's either you're going to pay now or pay later. And beyond the uh, beyond the cybersecurity element, Don, I can't help feeling there's also an economic control element to this at all. I'm looking at the the most recent proposed deal, where ByteDance made a tentative deal where a U.S. subsidiary called uh, subsidiary called TikTok Global, part owned by the U.S. entities Oracle and Walmart. Now, four of the company's five board members would be American. And the fifth would likely be the original ByteDance founder, uh, Zhang Yiming. So, you know, four out of five of the company's board members would be American and only one from the country of origin. Is there an element of economic control involved in any of this, do you think, Don? Absolutely. And I think it's not just economic control, but it's also maintaining that, that image that this is an American company taking Chinese data and bringing it to America in a safe fashion. The problem is that the, the description of what is planned is it's very vague. 
It sounds great that that, Oracle would be a trusted technology partner and they are used to working in sensitive information, but you know, and, and they, I think that there are still some questions out there as to how they will be able to secure an item that they don't have the, 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 the source code for. They'll be able to inspect that source code, but they won't be able to house it. That's the interesting part for me. Yeah. In fact, in, uh, apparently it, it, a report had come out earlier this week that ByteDance had submitted a license for <clears throat> export of technology which I had assumed meant the, the, the source code. But apparently it's not, it is not a, a, a straight-up license for the source code. It is a business plan that has been submitted for review by the Ministry of Foreign uh, Commerce. So again, not enough detail to understand what is going to happen here. It's, it's, it, it, it's still a mystery. Yeah. That's the key point, Don, you make there. I mean, let's use a, a, sim- a simplistic example. My daughter, just this morning, you know, I have to prize the phone out of her hand because it has this addictive formula, TikTok, right? It has this, no, it's <laughs> yeah. a serious point. Yeah, it has yeah. this wonderful addictive formula. that it, And it's all about the algorithm, as you mentioned there, Don, the source code. Now, as I understand it, the TikTok algorithm is still a huge issue in this potential deal because TikTok itself is not indicating that it's going to provide the algorithms that that drive that that power that that addiction to the to the uh, to the platform right so a great quote from bloomberg i thought it was a magnificent quote they said look a sale of tiktok to america without the algorithm is like selling kfc without the 11 secret herbs and spices. <laughs> so this, is, this yeah. comes to your point, Don, doesn't it, about source code and algorithms. Without the algorithm, you're losing the very essence of what makes TikTok so popular. Is that fair? I think that's entirely fair. And I'll take it one step further. I think the, the real battle here isn't so much the, the algorithm itself, because basically an algorithm is math. Eventually, you could probably figure it out if you're smart enough in that. I couldn't, but someone <laughs> who knows math probably could. Mm-hmm. It's that implementation within that, it, within that user space, within that, that network of users it, that is unique. And I think if there is a deal that is acceptable to both China and the United States, which does not have the U.S. partner having access to that, I don't see how they're going to be able to do it. Again, maybe it's something that there may be three people sitting here listening to us going, oh, I could explain this better (laughs) because they're well-versed in the the algorithm or well-versed in how these applications work. But I don't know. I think the problem isn't going to be that implementation. I think the problem is you'll never be able to get the, the Chinese government and the U.S. government to get on the same page on this. Yeah, Don, um, 24 hours from now, of course, this, uh, this case will be in the, in, the, in the D.C. court that you mentioned. So we won't know anything you know, until sometime on Sunday. Um, at this moment, uh, everything is still status quo. Is that correct for both WeChat and for TikTok? Is that right? 
That's correct. U.S. users can still download and utilize both uh, um, applications, and both applications can get updates. So we'll see what the next round uh, has to has to uh, look like when we get through this court case on Sunday. Uh, Don Pierce, retired special agent from the U.S. Department of Commerce, security uh, consultant at Sentinel LLC, joining us from Washington D.C. area. Don, as always, thanks for the update and the uh, the, the great insight into this ongoing and crazy case. Thanks for having me. I'm having fun watching it myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Don. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.